Like, real weird. And then, like, is the rest of your body going to look disproportionate? Yeah, they just I'm going to need a dick lengthening surgery. <laughs> I'm I, talking about, like, your arms. I know, but legs. listen, I went straight for the, <laughs> the elephant in the motherfucking room. And we're live. We're live. This is E-Double Titty. Real street shit. You know how we do. Recovering from the Rona. Alright, pip pip, cheerio. I'll fucking find you one day, my dude. What they got on that thing? I never liked it. Like, it's just so hard to talk to people nowadays. Be kind, drink water, and don't be fucking racist. We've seen footsteps, baby. What you got? Don't get staticky on me. Before I have to beat you within an inch of your life. Uh, I All don't right. know why. Well, we're back in this thing on this nice ass Thursday in New York City. We are emptying our tanks on a warm ass Thursday. Where you want them emptied is <laughs> hey. up to you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey listen, all we do is emptying, we don't tell them where to empty it. <laughs> All right. What does that mean? Yeah. You it means, don't even some, means something different to everybody. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> it's one of the few things in this world that means something different to everybody. Anyway, boys and girls, welcome back to uh, your favorite day of the week, which is whatever day an ETT podcast drops. E-double patch day. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be much more uh, complicated than that. It's E-double patch dia. Woo! E-double patch dia. E-double patch dia. E-double patch dia. Oh, that's fire. So, how many days are you into Ramadan? Ah, uh, started April something, like two weeks. So, roughly. Sadiq is two weeks into Ramadan. Into Ramadan. How many How many left? Uh, About roughly two weeks. Yeah, so he's halfway through. This is his yearly uh, religious obligation. Uh, I'd like to tell Sadiq that this is when he's the, at his most annoying. <laughs> because he's just sober and he's just taking a break from all his vices. And without those outlets for his pain and annoyance. <laughs> without those outlets for his pain. I'm not pain, Evan. Okay, if you say so. That's what somebody in pain would say. <laughs> exactly. People that are not in pain usually don't have to tell people that they're not in pain. True. So, I'll let you tell the people a little bit more about Ramadan. Well, we out here cleansing our souls and hearts of the many sins we unknowingly and knowingly commit throughout the year. We lock our vices away and we uh, take part in... We lock our vices away, he says. (laughs) We take part in the uh, practice of fasting to allow ourselves to engage in patience, engage in perseverance, and just to do something that's a little bigger than yourself, you know? Um, pro a- the pro athletes fasting is, uh, is huge. Like it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I think it's unbelievable. I think that's the word. Um, the pro athletes fasting and not passing out during like a hundred and ten percent balls to the wall effort is even crazier. 
Yeah, that's that soccer guy hey, that did it. I can't believe that. The guy with the uh the blonde mohawk. Yes. Right? I can't remember what his name is. Um, but yeah. That's Un- unbelievable. Uh, unreal to me. It's if anybody's going to heaven, he's going to heaven. Kyrie too, man. Oh, Kyrie too. Kyrie too. And he really just he was like the that the that post interview post game interview yesterday. Yeah. Like he looked like he was like ready to go for another game. Like he didn't look gassed or out of energy or just like in any sort of fatigued state at all. How does that how does he train his body to do that? Bro, it's really just it's a mind thing more than anything. You know? Like that's why the 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 fasting thing is not just like like you can break your fast by like having sex during Ramadan. Oh, like really? yeah, it's fasting is not just a food thing. Fasting is like like the cleansing part of it, you know? Food Don, is just a second, big Don, part of it. One second. Don Mattingly won an MVP? Yeah, did. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just yeah. I had to say something because that shocked me. But yeah, so like you could be fasting and in the middle of the day just decide to have sex. You might as well start eating at that point. Like you done broke the fast. Wow. You know? that it's over. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what is it? No sex, no food until sundown, no water either? Yeah, you. I mean, I'm not really sure about... I'm pretty sure it's a no sex at all during Ramadan. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess when the sun goes down, I guess you're free to do it. I, I, I don't. I'm just like, it's not... It's not kosher. Yeah, no, nah, it's not kosher. Kosher's Jewish. I know. So. <laughs> it's not, a, like it's not halal. It's not halal. It's not know? the same ring. Uh, well, it's the Muslims, the Muslim part of it. So. All right, touche. Um, touche. And uh, not to say I haven't slipped up during the month of Ramadan, but it's about how you bounce back. He's in the 100th percentile. Hard hit baseball. So. Oh, my saying. God. His expected average is 310. We're going to have to segue from Ramadan for a second. This is what I've been telling you, bro. The Yankee, like, Joey Gallo is good at baseball. I like. I don't. I never said he wasn't good. Let's, I know. Let's put that on the record. Okay, I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm just saying, just just let let him work. Let him work. Just this is how he does things. Okay, it's just like <laughs> that's fair. It's just like if you wanted everyone at at your job to work like you. Everyone's different. Everyone has to get their production in certain ways. Like this is how, he just does his a certain way. Okay, and when he's hot, no one else is hotter. Okay, so just you know, <laughs> let the man be. Just like uh. You know, Yankee fans are just like, ah, oh, we should have got Correa. Like, just, you know, like, the Yankees front office has put together a 95-win team for the last half decade. I think you should just shut up and let them work. Like, you can complain, but, like, no one's going to listen to that. You know what I mean? That's all. As, As he strikes Gallo out. Strikes yeah. out. <laughs> Might be a case in point. I mean, look, man. He'll be, I think he'll be fine. I'm not too. He's going to be fine. I'm not tremendously worried about it. Like you said earlier, not really worried about elite players. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You worry about your your players that are on the bubble because if they're not going well, then it's like, yeah, we got to get somebody up here. Um, back to the Ramadan. It's just uh, it's just a, a a cleansing month. And uh, I know you guys always ask me, like, how are you able to quit cold turkey? You know, with all the vices, and it's like when you're doing it for something bigger than you, and you got a 
massive amount of people in the world doing the same thing as you. Like, what excuse do you have? It's a very good point. You know? Because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stop smoking. Well, they're just doing that because they feel like socially they need to do that. Yeah. Not because they actually want to. Correct. Yeah, it's just a it's just a bigger bigger than yourself thing. Plus, it's also like you should probably take like breaks from those things. You should. You know, I'm not saying you got to go a whole month cold turkey, but like, what better time to do it than now? Correct. Because you could just chill out, and now I'm about to just be ready for the summer, all cleansed up. All cleansed up. You know, I'm not going in the summer dragging ass. <laughs> you know, because are you, are you be- saying everyone else is dragging? No, no, no. But like, I, this is a personal thing. Like, I'm not going in the summer. Like, goddamn, I've been doing this since January. You know, because you know, New Year's, Christmas, you've been drinking and you just been partying. No, for like I don't, two months I don't, straight. I don't drink the first month of the year. Oh, okay. Was, I drink. It's very nice. First month of the year. No, it's very nice. It was a lot of drinking. Ex- exactly. You gotta get the year off to a good start. I think I'm gonna do another month without drinking. Because uh-huh. it really, it's like. If you if you think about it, whenever you go out, it's like you go somewhere, you want to drink with your meal? Sure. You want to drink with this? Next thing you know, you're like, damn, like I'm drinking all the damn time. Yeah. That's why I got to stop drinking with meals. I should probably have regular drinks with meals and then have drinks after. I think that'll cut down a lot. But a, but when I'm having some wings at a spot or something, like or like some tacos, I could go for a margalarg or like a beer. A margalarg. A margalarg, yeah. Are you serious? Are you proud? Of, of, are you proud? Of one of our that? mutual friends says that, and it is he said it so much, and it just sticks, and it 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 goes, it I flows. Can't, I can't believe you just said that. It flows off the tongue, margalarg. Really okay, I'll have a margalarg. <laughs> you won't order that. I will say that the you won't first order that. day. You won't order that at the spot. The first day. Order that at the spot, and I'll order a margalarg, and I'll dead pay for it. <laughs> I'll say less. Do I any any flavors? It's just just margalarg. I want you to look that that server in the eye and say, "I want your best margalarg," and enunciate each word. Don't say, "I want your best margalarg." <laughs> I want you to enunciate that hoe. I want a margalarg. Yes. That's Ma- fine. Make sure they feel that in their bones. That's fine. I believe in the margalarg. <laughs> Whatever that means. It, but yeah, you got um, Miguel Castro looking crazy with no hair on his head. Yeah, he looked with that uh. The hammer in the bottom half of his mouth looked way hey. better with a beard. <laughs> Pause. Come on. Pause. We know what we're saying here. They don't know. He has a, he has an obnoxious amount of tobacco in his mouth right now. And it looks crazy without a beard. Like it looks... I didn't know he had that much tobacco in. Yeah. The hair covered 30% of it. Yeah, the beard really masked the fact that he has just a ball of tobacco in his just mouth. Just bad amount. Very dangerous amount. On contraire, it's a good amount. <laughs> On contraire, it is a good amount. Not for me, because I'm yakking on the mound. Oh, my God. Yakking on the mound. I can't, Listen. I can't believe you threw up off of pouches. I didn't throw off of pouches. What are you talking about? I threw up because as I went to put the long cut... On the bottom of my lip, yes. I scraped half of it on my tongue. And instead of spitting that part out, I told myself, after dipping one time previous, yes, I didn't throw up, and I swallowed a little bit. This won't matter. It's only a little bit more. And then proceeded to yak 15 minutes later. That's... Yeah. just ba- It's just bad planning and bad management by me. 100%. 100%. You dropped the ball there. Yes, big time. You dropped the ball there. Big time. Okay. Just, Mo- moving away from your... 
exploration my dip chronicles yeah the the your your two-page newsletter on tobacco tobacco (laughs) Uh, don't do it but uh back to a question i had during the week do you think in the four boroughs that there are more cdls than bbls cdls boys and girls commercial driver's licenses bbls brazilian butt lifts um, I'm going to say that you can amass the amount of CDLs in the city. Yes. In BBLs alone in Dykeman. Did I say that right? No. That was a little weird, right? No. It sounded a little weird. So what are you saying here? I, you, there's more BBLs in Dykeman than there is CDLs inside the whole city. Really? I yeah, you so. know what? I actually very much I think believe so. that. And like, actually, let me go. Let me get a little granular with it. I think there are more BBLs. I think there are more BBLs in the city with women ages twenty five to forty than there are CDLs in the Bronx, Queens, and Brooklyn combined. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I very much believe that. Actually. Yeah. Because there are some young women that have BBLs, which is completely unacceptable. Uh-huh. And there are some old-ass donyas, donyas that have BBLs, which is not totally unacceptable. Because some donyas look good, man. It's just like, can you chill? Yes, I think that's what it is. Because they don't go, like, they go for the excess. They don't go with, like, the, let me get a nice-shaped booty here. It's like, give me the diaper. Yo. That's what I want. They want the whole dump truck. The, the G-Wagon dump truck. That's like, what it baby, is. Like, the bunda. We they know, want the fucking bunda. You know what, though? If I was 50 and my wife was like, I want to get a BBL with a huge ass, with like as big as possible, I might just be like, okay. Yeah, but how would that look? Le- okay, let me rephrase that. If your wife had the thighs to match a dump truck, by all means. Well, yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't get something like just looking nuts, but... That's what it sounds like. No, 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 I want the biggest ass possible. You looking crazy. I mean, just because I say the fastest car possible doesn't mean I don't care what it looks like. Very true. Just don't get like, like high key. I'm starting to like Kim Kardashian's ass when it's under clothes more than when I see it. <laughs> when like it's out. under wraps. Yeah, just because it looks better. Like when it's out, it's like the thigh to ass ratio is way off. Yeah. You know. But like, from behind, that like five three woman looks like she's carrying she's five three. Kim Kardashian's tiny as shit. How tall is Kanye? Uh, like five ten. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I'm just like, under wraps. I'm like, what's going on under there? <laughs> what you got bundled up? Yeah, exactly. And then you take it off, and it's like, ugh. Why is it so off? Cause she wants it that way. Okay. So, more BBLs and CDLs. Thousand percent. Somebody argue with me, if you got it, if if you got the numbers on that. Cause I firmly believe. I firmly believe in my numbers because, bro, I be walking on the street like. 
BBLs are normal now. You got to do a BBL tracker. That's what we need. We need to track all the BBLs. That's what we're going to do. In in New York City. We're going to go a whole week. That's how life's work. Whole year. Every whole BBL year. Oh, damn. And you got to give them a you got to give them a number and be like, "If I see you again, I'm going to ask you your number. Remember it because I don't want to double count your BBL. And I need you to be just as invested in this as I am." <laughs> or else. You're definitely going to see a uh, you're definitely going to see a spike in the summer too. You got, you got the women that are just getting the BBLs ready for the summer. A spike in what? BBL in traffic? BBLs, in BBL traffic. Because you're going to get the women that are just getting their BBLs ready for the summer. Uh-huh. And the women that haven't gone outside until the summer. That already were equipped with BBLs ready for the summer. So, you're definitely, you're definitely going to see a rise. In BBL traffic. And I'm here for it. And I'm okay with it. The BBL numbers this year have been off the charts. We have a record number of BBLs in June this year. Yeah. I just don't want to see. I'm not. <clears throat> if you're, if I walk up to you and you're under 23 with a BBL, you're going on a separate list. <laughs> you're going, that's unacceptable. You're going on the hell list. Yeah, it's unacceptable, bro. I get it, like body uh, body dysmorphia and all that, but like work out, like garner some natural shit, and then after you've given it some shit, be like, all right, I'll add a little to it. I'll artificially add a little to it, you know. But or they could like do, a, but isn't a BBL like it's artificial, but it's also like also your stuff. Like it's not like a big sack of silicone. No, but it's also just like. It's just not where it was before. So you have to work even harder to keep your body together. I mean, that's fine, too. If you were going hard in the gym trying to garner results, now you just have to... Now you have it already. You just have to maintain. True. So if you're really about it, go do it. But don't be out here 21 with a fucking BBL, bro. Why not? Because you don't need it. I, I need what I need. You don't need it at 21. You need to get in the gym and see if the natural way works first. Because like I said, if you're like if you're like 26, 27, young woman, you just had like your first kid, you know, whatever, and your body's not the way you want it to be, and you got the money like that, that's fine. That's cool. But like you haven't had a kid yet. You just graduated college. Like your body's in the most is the get is the is in the best state it's ever going to be in in your entire life right let's uh, assuming assuming right like why do you need to just go ahead and do that already you don't i don't think you need it i think it's a self-esteem thing it 100 percent is look to me i don't really care uh it's just funny you know, like, if you're going to do all that, fine. But, like, I don't know. Like, BBLs aren't expensive either. You know what I mean? Like, 20 grand, 30 grand at most. Like, you heard about that limb lengthening surgery, right? Where you become taller? <clears throat> Five inches at most or something like that? They, yeah. have, they have a center. When was the center built? <laughs> the ICLL, the International Center for Limb Lengthening. No, nah, that's dead crazy, bro. Imagine you just dead ass went and got surgery. You didn't see nobody for a year. You popped up way taller. How would you feel if you ain't seen me for a year and I was 6'1"? I would have been like, this is weird, bro. Like, real weird. 
And then, like, is the rest of your body going to look disproportionate? Yeah, they just I'm going to need a dick lengthening surgery. <laughs> I'm talking about like your arms. I know, but legs. listen, I went straight for the <laughs> the elephant in the motherfucking room. Didn't Doctor Miami say that they had like some surgery for that? They run something like that. Oh, they've been had that. I feel isn't it like the suction thing, or like know. you just like, you know how like uh, um, like women do that with their breasts. I feel. And, oh, I'm sorry, not breasts, lips. What. They have that suction thing on their lips, and it like makes their lips bigger. Yes, along yes, with yes, the Botox yes, thing. Yes. I feel like that's what it is, isn't it? I think so. I feel like I've I've, I've read that. I have not done uh, it's like a pipe. You just any put investigation? On and it just sucks. Isn't so that it isn't, that, isn't it. that just a penis pump? Oh yeah, penis pump. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It, isn't that what she was talking about? But like doctor, a more doc- doctor version of it? No, I think Doctor Miami was talking about like lengthening it, doing something else. I just don't understand how you could do that because. It's blood flow. Let's see. But it's blood flow of an object that has a finite shape, finite shape already. I can't believe I'm about to Google Dr. Miami penis surgery. <laughs> yes, sir. Got to know about it. Because with the limb lengthening comes a lot of responsibility. I hope this search doesn't come back to bite me. Like, I run for office and it's like, why are you looking up? Yeah, you can reference the podcast. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, it's penis enlargement surgery. Penis enlargement. There you go. Yes. He performed it on Snapchat and got his account disabled? What? Wow. They deleted his account after that. Rightfully so. That's... What is wrong with you? Oh, my God. Permanently deleted his Snapchat account eight hours later. But he performed nose jobs, breast augmentations, and labiaplasties. What? Wow. This is what this is what Dr. Sal's Howler said. He considers it a double standard that Snapchat has permitted videos of female bodies in the knife, but deleted his account when he posted videos of a male patient. One penis and boom, he says. <laughs> Almost five years I'm posting women's bodies all day long, and they're fine and dandy, but post the male anatomy, and suddenly it's beyond the pale. Wow. I don't know what to do with that information, guys, but you have that information now. And you <laughs> okay. I don't know, guys. I really—that's the best I got for you. That's just what I'm—that's just what I'm picking yeah, up from the we're streets. We're not—we're not gonna delve into the penis enlargement. But all I'm saying is, if I'm growing five inches somewhere else, gotta get some some <laughs> growth enhancement too. You know, it's that's only, facts. It's only fair. It's only fair. I can't be five one, five one, six one, and I just look off. You know, it's like the thigh to ass ratio. Are you embarrassed of what you're going to look like below the waist when you're taller? I'm never embarrassed. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, it's got to it's gotta be proportionate, you know? The proportions yeah. are really what people go for, what people, I feel like, miss when they do all this shit. True. Like, True. You can't just do one thing and then all of a sudden just not. It's like, it's like, when, it's like when people work upper body to the absolute limit and don't do shit on their lower body. It's like, bro, you look weird. Your upper body might be tanked, but like, you're not you're not tight. That your legs like you can fit a thirty waist. 
<laughs> well, nah, the waist is different though. The waist is different because, like, I've actually been able to shrink my waist pretty easily. Know what I mean? Yeah. Well, at least that's just how people in my family are built, where we have small, smaller waists. Ah. Small waist, small calves, big thighs. I was gonna say I got a bunda, so. <laughs> Can you tell the people what a bunda is, please? A bunda usually refers to a butt of a larger variety. Um. So you told you just told the people you double cheeked up on a Tuesday. Come on, man! I ain't shy about it. Ain't timid about it. It's one of my best features. But it also sucks because when I buy pants, um, I gotta buy pants sometimes in like random sizes. Cause my waist might be the right size. But the bunda be pulling. <laughs> the bunda be pulling on those pants. And sometimes they got to be adjusted. And I literally have not. I Maybe I've had like two pa- two pairs of pants in my life. In like my adult life. That I haven't. Haven't needed to tailor. And I'm like. Only two? Yeah. Every pair of pants has got to be tailored. Like I said. The bunda is a real fucking problem. But I would never get rid of it. I got a BBL for free, ladies and gents, because God gave it to me. I knew you were going somewhere with this. Come on, man, because God gave it to me. Okay. Sadiq has a BBL. (laughs) Title of the podcast. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Uh, Bunda Deek. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so let's get to uh, one of the funnier things I've sent Sadiq, right? Sadiq didn't read my tweets for a few days, so now we're going to the backlog. And the first thing we're going to talk about today is a book called The Man I Never Met by Adam Schefter. Baseball analyst. Nope. Nope. Nope what? Not a baseball analyst. A sports analyst. Nope. What is he, a sports insider? ESPN senior NFL insider. He only does football. That's his thing. Really? Oh, I'm confusing him with Jeff Passan. Okay. Jeff Passan. Whatever, bro. Anyway, Adam Schefter married a 9-11 widow and does a piece honoring the man every year. The man he never met. They called that posthumous dick riding. People <laughs> said they never they never seen posthumous dick riding. I'm gonna be very honest with you. I this this is crazy. Like, what is this all about? I don't know, but I kind of want to read it. Bro, I'm going to read the Amazon review. It's got four and a half stars, over 320 reviews. That's pretty good. Adam Schefter dunk his whole soul into that thing. I just, I don't know. What would you do if you married a 9-11 widow? Not write that book? (laughs) What the fuck? Okay, touche. Touche. I'm not writing that goddamn book. Listen, I'm sorry he died in 9-11. Tragic. You can buy it for $2 used. But I'm here to take care of you. I never met the man. God rest his soul. But he's not here no more. It's my time to show. It's me. That's it. It's me up in them guts, baby. That's it. All right. You ready? That just makes me cringe, bro. When, like, when, like, I'm all for the the stepdad, ex-husband, like, good relationship. Because I think that's needed. Especially if you have kids. Like you gotta keep that cordial relationship. Oh, you, you don't gotta be like definitely. best buds. Like it's gotta be it's gotta be on on point for your kids. But like 
Stop with the dick riding. <laughs> Stop riding that meat, boy. He not here no more. I'm here. No, nah, that's crazy. I shouldn't that's say it. stuff like that. What happened? <laughs> I just thought about what I just said, and I was like, I shouldn't say that. Just stop doing it. Yeah, he's gotta he's gotta relax with that. But anyway, I, Evan Brown, am going to read the, the review? Amazon review. Here we go. Reading the review that I can't find. Uh on September 11, 2001, Joe Mayo went to work in the North Tower of the World Trade Center, never returned, left behind his wife and 15-month son. Five, year later, five years later, she remarried, and that's where Adam Schefter comes in, because he's that guy. So now, what's the book? Okay, here we go. For thousands, the whole country, really, 9-11 is a day of grief. For Adam and Sherry... And their family. It's not just a... Wow, she kept his last name too? Sherry Mayo Schefter. Wow. And their family. It's not just a day of grief, but also hope. This is the story of 9-11, but it's also the story of 9-12 and all the days after. Oh, boo. Ugh. I should also ask, though. Uh, was he like a... Uh, did he lose his life because he was like a fireman or like a first responder? He, he worked in the tower. Oh, he worked in the tower. So he wasn't like a first responder or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not writing the book. Life moved on. Pieces were picked up. New dreams were dreamed. The Shefters are the embodiment of that. The man I never met will give voice to all those who have chosen to keep living. It's gratifying and beautiful, but also messy and hard, like most families. Except that one day every year, history comes roaring back. How do you embrace that? How do you honor that? This book is also a peek at Adam Schefter... They put his nickname in parentheses, Shefty, the man behind the headlines and injury reports, a real person who has a real family. It will follow in the path of other ESPN books by Tom Rinaldi and the late Stuart Scott, books that have transcended sport to examine the raw emotion of life. That just told us nothing. I don't know what the book's about. Yeah, that told us What is he saying about this man he's never met? Who is not able to comment on this story or profit from this book at all? I don't know. I don't know if it's dick riding. It's dick riding. I don't know if it's dick riding. It's I dick just riding. I think it's it's a little. I can make that call. It's just why, like why? Who was it for? For you? Like, do you feel insecure, Shefty? That your wife. Is like what still in love with her ex husband? <laughs> Something like that. But it's also like a widow thing, you know? Like she didn't choose to leave. He didn't choose to leave. I mean, like this just out of nowhere, like I don't have a husband anymore. What she it, didn't have any she didn't have any time to say, All right, like I can I can work on my um on my feelings and get over them. Oh my feelings. You know? It was just like one day he was here, next day he wasn't. Yeah, but she also took five years in between that, you know? What do you mean she also took five years? She didn't remarry for five years. She, oh. she had time to get over I'm not saying she has to get over it or rushing her. I'm just saying. She like, probably won't ever get over it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But then wow, again. Probably not. But then again. It's not probably about her. not. Not about her. It's about Shefty. <laughs> Shefty. You know, that's why I want to know what it's about. Because if he talked about like, if he talked about how like she had, she consoles in him about 
you know, certain things that were between them or something like that, like, or whatever the case may be that involves him still in Shefty and her. Shefty. And uh, in her marriage, then I, I understand. I mean, you'd have to assume. She, but at the same you'd time, have to like, she does, right? Yeah. At the same time, I just, I, I guess I'm just not famous enough to understand that I can just do whatever. Because me right now, being a normal person, I'm just like, I'm not putting a book out on a shit like that. <laughs> Borderline normal. Yeah, I'm just not putting, I'm not putting a shit out. I'm just not putting a book out on shit like that. But then he gets Adam Schefter. And if he writes a book. <laughs> yeah, it's facts. I mean, he's going gonna to make some money off of it. Uh, some money? How, many, how much did he make? I mean, I don't know. But I'm just saying. Like, that book has a lot of reviews. You know what I mean? Yes, but I want to know. Give me the numbers. I can't tell you. Just look it up. You're already on your phone. Okay. The man I never met. And it's pinned to his profile. Of course it is. The man I never met sales. Why won't he give it to me? Yeah, this is dick riding now. <laughs> Didn't have to write a book. Sales rank 280,000 out of 280,434. Four, <laughs> Dollars? No, no, no. That's what the ranking is on Barnes & Noble. Oh. So it is the 288... 80th thousand best-selling book. So, not great. I think. So, it never made it to the number one. Why? I want to know sales. Give me numbers. Because anything over... I, I, I can't find it. That's the best they gave me. Uh, obviously, it didn't sell that well. Obviously. Okay, let's, let's just go with that then. I just feel like that's the... you know. They didn't put the number because it wasn't anything to talk about. Okay, so we're done with Chef Sheftily. 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 Oof, where do we go here? There's so much going on in the world right now. Do we have to touch on something sad first? I don't want to touch on anything sad. Okay. But are we the news? Do we bring in a lot of sad stuff, then hop out with the with the light good stuff? No, that's lame. All right. Well, I think let's we'll, just do fun stuff. Uh, fair. Let's talk about Tom Brady. Hey. The GOAT. Thomas. The GOAT. Thomas Brady. So Oh, hold on. One more thing on Adam Schefter. So, Dwayne Haskins died. God bless his right? soul. Right? Uh, he was running across the street or like a uh, a several lane uh, highway oh, or something. Anyway, Dwayne Haskins tried to run across traffic and got hit by a garbage truck and died. Okay? This is what Adam Schefter tweeted about Dwayne Haskins when he died. Dwayne Haskins, a standout at Ohio State before struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh in the NFL, died this morning when he got hit by a car in South Florida, per his agent. He would have turned 25 years old on May 3rd. No need for that, Shefty. It's a human being that died. No one gives gives a fuck. He was a first-round draft pick that set his family up for a generation or two. No need to talk about him struggling. Yeah, struggling to catch on? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, he just did a lot there. Very, very, very much did a lot. Now, I was just going to say that he's wildin', and that is the man that made that book. That is the man that made that book. Okay. Now, moving on. That's enough out of you, Shefty. 
Yeah. Fuck out of here. Chef the left. Let's talk about Tom Brady. So, Tom Brady retired and then unretired this offseason as has been reported on, albeit as not as much as I thought, right? But apparently Tom Brady had a plan. Sean Payton also retired this offseason, right? Oh, it wasn't Rob Gronkowski? He did too. Oh, okay. He didn't retire. He just said, I don't know. So, basically, this is what was reported. Uh, hours later, on February 1st, after Brian Flores filed his lawsuit against the Dolphins in the NFL, against uh, alleging racial discrimination and making allegations against the owners of the Dol- owner of the Dolphins about trying to lose games intentionally and tampering with a certain star quarterback, apparently the Boston Globe reported this, that the lawsuit messed up, quote-unquote, everything. Per this source that was talking to the paper, they had a plan to hire a white coach and a white team president without going through the warning rule, which is the NFL's rule that you have to interview in, uh, a candidate of uh, minority status, so a woman or a black person, or well, not black, but it could be Hispanic, etc. And it probably wouldn't fly, especially since the Dolphins were sued for racial discrimination. So then it goes, Flores's. Accusations of tanking and tampering put the issues of cell phones and discovery at play for Ross and Brady. That's the owner of the Dolphins and Tom Brady. The lawsuit brought too much attention to the heat to this situation, and they had to call off their arrangement. So apparently, the plan was Tom Brady becomes an executive with the Dolphins, so he gets a piece of the Dolphins, right? Bring in Sean Payton to coach, and then unretire and be the QB. And because he's the executive and not a player on the roster, his salary technically wouldn't count against the salary cap. So he'd still be getting paid as an executive mm-hmm. while playing? He would just get a percentage of the franchise. Think about it. Instead of paying him, we're just going to give him 1% of the Dolphins, which is probably way more a than whatever amount. it is. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, God. What type of super villain shit is that? Can some like that's genius. There's never been a better plan, ever. And who has, who was it? The source here? It's on an anonymous source talking to the Boston Globe. That's familiar with the, with this because there was a lot of chatter about Miami going to play for the Dol. I mean, for Tom Brady wanting to play for the Dolphins this offseason and moving on from the Buccaneers. So, uh, I was just, I literally was, like, aghast because I was, like. It's not impossible. Not even that. It's just, like, this is, like, uh, this is, like, a whole we're playing chess, they're playing checkers situation. Like, just imagine that. You got Sean Payton and an offense with Tom Brady, Tyreek Hill, uh, Jalen Waddle, Mike Gesicki. And then you got all this cap space. You already have a good defense. It's just, yo. Like, Sean Payton was making having the Saints cooking with or without Drew Brees. They had Taysom Hill playing a bunch of running back and fullback positions and throwing the ball a few times a game. He made Jameis good again. Like, him with Brady? Oh, they was finna do numbers. And Payton we trust? Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Sean Payton could make me and you look like decent NFL quarterbacks. Because it's already in Brady we trust. 
And yeah. if you don't, you're just a jackass. Correct. Oh, wow. Who's this anonymous source? Somebody that knows Brady? That was told by Brady to leak it? Sadiq is asking me, do I know an anonymous source? I don't know what to tell him. <laughs> do you know the anonymous source? I mean, if I knew, it'd be worth my weight in gold. So. Very true. Was it you? Yes. Fair. Me and Brady go way back. Me and Thomas. Do you call him Thomas? I call him Tommy. Tommy Brady? Tommy, how's it hanging? Did you teach him everything he knows? How's it hanging, bucko? And he's like, I don't like when you call me that. And I said, I don't <laughs> care, Tommy. I don't care, Tommy. Don't make me a steak. Get your personal chef to make me a steak, Tommy. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> you just said wow, like, several times. With no other Because I'm just like, that's so, like... Bro, he's really playing a video game right now with his career. That ass. He's really like. He's at the end of Madden right now, just hanging yeah, out. Yeah, just hanging out. Really went to Tampa Bay after a dynasty and said, "I'm gonna take everything." And from won everybody. And won the Super Bowl in the first year. First year. What the fuck? I don't understand. And then retired. And then came out of retirement for the fun of it. The fun of it. He was on his Gronk shit. For no reason. He's really playing a video game right now. So, like, that possibility isn't it isn't out of the question. And then you mentioned all, like, the weapons the Dolphins have. All these weapons the Dolphins have that can be accessed, activated, I should say. <laughs> activated. Can be fucking word. activated. Activate me. By a GOAT status QB. Activate me. You know? So it's like GOAT status QB, GOAT status head coach, Dolphins. <laughs> Big Dolphins. Big Dolphins. Wow. You know? That's crazy. Um, it's crazy that I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, not a word. But, I mean, that's why it's a, they can the, they can the plan because you know everyone have been like, oh, this is a setup. That's why you fired Brian Flores, so you could bring in Sean Payton. I'd be like, no. But when I win a Super Bowl, don't talk to me. I mean, that's a slippery slope here because. <clears throat> the NFL if, been on that shit, bro, for years. I know, but I'm, it forever. But I'm saying, like, Sean Payton gets the most out of Tom Brady, most likely, not Brian Flores. But at the same time. Like, you can't just fire a black coach that's been good at his job and gotten you, like, 9 and 10 wins with this flawed-ass roster and you actively telling him to tank. And then it's just like, yeah, we're going to hire another guy and then he's going to have to go be a defensive coordinator. Like, why? You know what I mean? Because all these other dudes keep getting chances to be head coaches, these white guys, and they're usually mid. You know what I mean? It's just like the same coaching cycle. Like, oh, this guy was a coordinator on this team when they were good. Let's hire him. And it's like, oh, this guy stinks. But he keeps getting jobs. Like Adam Gase. How does Adam Gase keep getting jobs? He's bad. I think we've seen him be bad multiple times to the point where it's like there's nothing good here. Yeah, and he wasn't bad. I mean, he wasn't mid. He was bad. That's what I'm saying. But Adam Gase is definitely going to get another coordinator job. Definitely going to head coach one team, at least at an interim basis, very soon. That's always how this goes. Oh, he has the experience. It's like he has the experience of being bad. Why would you want this associated with your with your franchise? 
This man has had no success. Remember when he was the truth for the Jets? Yo, that was that's why that's the craziest shit ever. That's when I knew Jets fans were dead ass like in the ghetto. Yeah, that's how I knew they were in the ghetto. When uh, they were like, "Yeah, we got Adam Gase and we drafted Darnold. We're gonna be good." And I was like, "And you trust Adam Gase to develop that quarterback in your system with no receivers?" I was like, "These people have no hope. They're not even thinking no more. They're just saying things." There's no, there's no hopes and dreams here. It's just disparity. Well, to be fair, the front office was doing a lot of promo. Bro, I'm sorry, but you got to call a turd a turd when you see it. I, I agree. Oh, where did this 98 come from? I just, I just remember when Adam Gase got signed and uh, Darno was there. Was that? Hold on. That was right after... The Revis era, right? Yeah, right after. Right no, after. a little bit after. This is when they were in the doldrums. This was after the Fitzpatrick era. It was after the Fitzpatrick era. Correct. Okay. So, yeah. So, this was... Revis Island is gone. But here comes Darno and Adam Gase. We're back, Jets Nation. That's what I remember. Because the Jets got a lot of flack for letting Revis go. Yeah. But that worked out for him anyway. Because Rebus was at the end of his shit. Sort of. But, like, I remember a lot of promo for that shit. That was when I first, low-key, when I first was like, oh, the Jets are a football team. I forget about this. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Those guys play football in the same stadium as my team. They just yeah, you know? never do anything. You know? Because at least the Giants. Because, bro. The Giants won those two Super Bowls against Brady. And those seasons were like, what the fuck? <laughs> if you were a Giants fan and you didn't ask yourself, like, how on some shit did we get here? How on some real life shit did we get here? You weren't a real Giants fan. Bro, there's so many Giants fans that are super delusional. Like, don't get me wrong. Eli Manning is not a bad quarterback. But, like, Eli Manning has mad interceptions. You know what I mean? Like, it- He's also a spaz. Yeah, like if you look at all the all the quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame, he's like probably the worst one, if not one of the worst. You know what I mean? So it's like, it was he a decent quarterback? Sure, but like, is he like this goat? That's like, you know, just we've never seen. Like, no, Eli just Eli trusted his receivers and threw a lot of fifty fifty balls, and his guys <laughs> came came down with them more than often than not. First Super Bowl win, man's threw that fucking God help me ball. Up to Tyree. And that was like, once you caught that ball, it was like, all right, it's the Giants Super Bowl. That's the oh, way, yeah. That's oh, the yeah. way this, God wrote this. This is how things are going. Yeah, today. that's the way God wrote this. I'm sorry, Brady. This is the way God wrote this. He just got hot at the right time. That was it. That that's was it. it. That's really it. But like I said, there, there ain't nowhere. Like, when Brady gets to a Super Bowl, it's like, yeah, you okay. We <laughs> we knew this. That's a fact. You know? like when that's Bra- a fact. Like, even when Brady took Tampa Bay to that Super Bowl, you knew it was like, you knew it was like, all right, this is Brady. So you didn't know this was going to happen, but this you're also Brady. not shocked that this happened. True. You know? Very true. With Eli, it was like, God damn, motherfucker, you go. <laughs> you go, Eli. You go, man. You know? So I'm just, 
I'm always in I'm always in awe of Eli because he did that, but I'm also like, let's be real and not act like you knew that was gonna happen at the beginning of that season. That's all I ask. <laughs> That's all I ask. Like, yo, I don't have no beef for him, but it's just like people would just be like, yo, like Eli's a goat, he did this. It's like, yeah, he beat Brady twice, but like in a vacuum, like the the defense beat Brady. You know, you guys had an elite defense. And that's really why this worked out. Yep. OC, Tuck, Strahan. Oh. Like, y'all went absolutely dummy. Oh, I miss those giant defenses. Now we can't stay healthy. Nobody can tackle. Nobody. Uh, we've had some decent DBs. Um, and Leonard Williams up front is causing a problem. But other than that, it's a big like, problem. Pun intended. <laughs> but other than that, it's like, damn, bro. Yeah, it, it ain't Brady. It's really but not. God, God help me. If you talk about Brady, and you do, you don't let me bring up the time that Eli smacked him around twice <laughs> in the bowl. And say, go home, Brady. It's my time. You've had your time. It's going to be every other year Pretty that much. we play together. Just Pretty this much. is my time. You're right over there, Chelsea? Yeah, my neck, bro. I didn't sleep well last night at all. My neck's fucked up. My back's fucked up. I'm tired of shit. I drank a Red Bull today before the pod. Oh, boy. You saw me drink the Red Bull. That's how you know I was tired. Yeah. And I'm still tired right now. But we're here. Life goes on, and it's 82. When it was cold, it just felt like I wanted to go to sleep. Now no. it's 82, it's like, weather's nice, something might be happening later, gotta stay up. Now you just wanna get crazy. Yeah, you know? Always like that. It's so crazy. Somebody, I saw I saw a story that said it it, uh, it feels like liquor as fuck outside. <laughs> I'm like, true. It's Henny Degrees. True. Oh, it's Henny Degrees. Somebody get me a Margalog. Somebody get me a Henny Margalog. <laughs> I want it. I need it. Ooh. You know what I need? First drink of the summer? A Henny Nutcracker. That's the first thing I need. Don't talk to me so nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying there, dog? All right. If you guys <laughs> haven't been able to tell already, my tank is gone. Um, Are you done, Jabroni? You are a tankless heater right now. I am. That's what you are. I'm a tankless heater who needs some sleep and the love of a good woman. Well, boys and girls, it's time for us to go today. <laughs> we'll be back in your ears very soon with a longer episode because we're going to talk about Elon Musk. Another goat. Be kind, drink water, don't be fucking racist. And trap it out.